Hello and welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this episode, we're sort of continuing or completing, I should say, our look back at the Doctor Who anniversary specials of years gone by. And as I said, we've reached the end of our little journey and we've reached the day of the Doctor. Anyone lose a fez? You. How can you be here? What are the point? Why are you here? Good afternoon. I'm... Looking for the doctor. Well, you've certainly come to the right place. Good, right. Well, who are you boys? Oh, of course. Are you his companions? His companions? They get younger all the time. Well, if you could point me in the general direction of the doctor. Really? Yeah, really. You're me? Both of you? Yup. Even that one? Yes! You're my future selves? Yes! Am I having a midlife crisis? <laughs> um, which was released, hard to believe now, Paul, ten years ago. Yes. Yes, the 50th anniversary special. Um... Yeah, it's um, now during this we're going to be talking about the televised version and also the Target novelisation, as this was uh, turned into a novel by Stephen Moffat back in two thousand and eighteen. Yes. So, um, so we're going to be sort of discussing uh, both of these. So, um, so as we usually do with the, as we have been doing with uh, Scott and myself, uh, we're not doing any news or anything. We're going to straight into our into our discussion, and it's well, it's my turn to go first, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I, th- I think I'd like to be- begin really as just um, as we're sort of approaching the 60th anniversary, thinking back to what the feeling was like for the 50th, and I, I was so I don't know about you, Paul. I was so excited about watching it that you know that Saturday night when it came out. Um, yeah. I was, you know, there was so much excitement generated a- a- around this, and I don't know. We went and saw it at the cinema as well, didn't we? Yes. Later. Yeah. Back- Yes, much later, about a week or so later, wasn't it? Um, and it was amazing, actually, because there was people in the audience who hadn't actually seen it on the telly. I don't know if they were waiting to go and see it at the cinema. Um, and it was just good to be amongst other Doctor Who fans to watch this an- yes. um, anniversary. But it was great, wasn't it? And people who hadn't seen it before, it was all the, the little gasps, uh, uh, you know, when Tom Baker appeared or you, see, or you saw Peter Capaldi's eyes and things like that. Um, and... Obviously, the big gimmick for this, as well as, as well as being the fiftieth, I think maybe I've forgotten actually. This was in three D, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I, I had forgotten it was in three D. To be honest with you, um, and I seem to recall at the time, it was rather it looked rather good on the big screen, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, from what I can remember, I was sort of sitting with those those silly three D glasses on, but the you know the the Time Lord paintings come across really well to be honest they look fairly good in 2d if i'm being perfectly honest but um you could you, you can get away with it with not seeing it in 3d uh but yeah I, I was i was just so so impressed with it um and then i think thinking back really is that when they sort of announced that this was you know on its way there's gonna be a 50th anniversary special all that i think all they had signed up for it was Jenna Coleman, wasn't it? None of the actual lead actors, doctors, had actually signed up for it at that point, if I remember rightly. I can't remember that. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember saying sort of like it was a bit of a bit of a panic because Matt Smith wasn't in contract. David Tennant wasn't in contract. I don't know about John Hurt at that point. I suppose he must be because he filmed a little bit for at the end of uh, was it Time of the Doctor, didn't he? Yeah. So was it Time of the Doctor? That uh, last one of that series where he went to the special. I can't. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh god, my no, memory is just name of the Doctor. Name of the Doctor. Time, time of the Doctor was, was the Christmas special that followed. That's it, and then Matt Smith's last one. That was it. Yeah, name of the Doctor. Yes, well, well remembered, mate. Well remembered. Um, yeah. So I mean, also thinking back as well, we were, we were sort of kind of hoping we we're going to get Chris Reckleston back as the Doctor as well, which didn't pan out. He didn't want to do it, so that's how we come up with the War Doctor. Um, I remember thinking, so how's this going to work? But now you don't think you don't give it a second thought. Now, no. really, do you about John Hurt being in it and this missing, no. this missing Doctor? Um, I think it worked quite, it quite well actually. So, it's been a long time since the last watch. I don't know about you, Paul. When was the last time you watched the Day of the Doctor? Um, I think I watched it a couple of years ago. I think for for, for I don't know for what reason, just. For fun, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unusually yeah. for me, watching Doctor Who now, I'm actually just watching it for the sake of watching it. Yeah. Oh no, I know. It's always we watch it just to review stuff. Usually, isn't it? I, don't, I very rarely watch Doctor Who for fun anymore now. Um, yeah, I honestly can't remember um, when, when I last watched this. To be honest, but um, obviously watched it again for the purposes of, of like you know this this podcast, and I still really enjoy it actually. Mm. I, oh. I still think I still think it's a cracking story. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, I was looking forward to watching it again because, yeah, I do. I do think it is. I think it's one of those things. Probably when we come back, when we get back to actually talking about the book, but it is one mm. of the things where you thought, oh, you just really wanted it to be an episode that didn't because it was the fiftieth. Is can you can you get give us an episode that stands up and is worth is just worth watching any time. Yeah. And yeah, he did. Stephen Moffat did. I think you've got to say that on the TV. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it was absolutely um, amazing. It really was. And yeah, it, it had surprises in it when you, when you watched it. And even now, that bit where you see Tom Baker appear, yeah, just, it, just, it's still just it, the voice. It's, still, as it comes it's the voice, isn't it? Yeah, um, it still I- makes the hairs on the back. Back of my neck, that's one of the hairs I've got now is on the back of my neck, actually. But they still stand up on end when I hear his voice, like so off, I'd, off camera. I'd managed, I'd managed to stay pretty spoiler-free. I'd, I'd made myself... Yes, same here at the time. Yeah. So I didn't know that he was in it. You know, you sort of hoped that somebody was going to turn up somewhere. But yeah, it was just... Yeah. And then you get... And obviously, because it has actually got through and you've basically finished the story as such. Yes, so you are thinking, oh, that's the, you thought the big surprise was um, Capaldi in the his yeah, eyes. Yeah, I still think that's a great thing. No, no sir, all thirteen was yeah. it was a great, and you just see his eyes. It's absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's so well done as a, as a little tease yeah. as, as what what was to come. Yeah, um, and you just yeah. sort, and you just sort of thought, oh, that's that's the that's the that's the treat from this is yeah is that you know you've obviously got them all basically. When they all start surrounding the earth, fair enough, and that's all done really well. Yeah, to give you the nod to everybody. But yeah, it was just then he's just sitting there, and then you just hear the voice coming in the background, and you just oh no. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I always remember when I, when I watched it with because um, watching it with Joe, um, the kids were babies then actually. Um, 
I was watching it with 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 Joe, and and when she heard the voice, she went, "Oh, that's Tom Baker," and even she was like, sort of sort of sat up and and, and took notice. Yeah. At that point, I could be a curator. I'd be great at curating. I'd be the great curator. <laughs> I could retire and do that. I could retire and be the curator of this place. You know, I really think you might. I never forget a face. I know you don't. And in years to come, you might find yourself revisiting a few, but just the old favourites. Eh? So I think, I think really to sort of engage, not just sort of like me, a fan, but also yeah. my wife who's not a fan as well, to engage someone, or, or you know, from, from different camps really, for, for a yeah. whole like 70 so minutes or whatever it went on for. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think, you know, that's a job well done, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. It, and it, you know, it really and is. It, and even, even just watching it now, it flies through. Yeah, you it know? does. I, cause I, I'm, I, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't find myself looking at the clock or looking at my phone or anything while it was while I was watching it. No, no. Now, because I, I, no, the other thing as well with this, I, I also end up watching Night of the Doctor as well. Well, I, I was actually just about to say that, talking about the trick of just hearing the voice you're not expecting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm... Now, there's well, there's a reason I watched The Night of the Doctor as well. Um, now, I must admit, I did take the opportunity to watch both of these on the iPlayer rather than and then get out yes. the Blu-rays, yeah, so if I'm honest. I thought, yeah, it's it's there now. It's at my fingertips. I don't have to go to the shelf yeah. um, and get it anymore. So, um, yeah, now, the reason I did that, because it's actually Night of the Doctor appears in the Day of the Doctor target novelization. Yes. Doesn't it? It's like a, like yeah. a little sort of... Like a prologue kind of thing, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, to a certain degree. Now, in what order did you do this? But did you watch this first or read the book first? Or I read the book first because I pretty much couldn't remember the TV. So I thought, oh, I don't need to necessarily refresh myself. I'll read the book and then I'll see whether the TV matches up and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I did exactly the same. I did exactly the same, actually. Now, what did you think? Actually, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go right off the bat, Paul. I didn't like the book. Neither did I. I was waiting. To, hey, I was sitting here, <laughs> half with a smile on my face, just waiting to see what you said. Then, <laughs> right, um, it, it, right, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this before we get into any great detail. I got to the point with it where I didn't want to read it anymore. I just felt like toss it to one side and just that I cannot be bothered with this. Yeah. Um it 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 was a struggle to get through. I think actually no, I think I was alright. Once I'd got past about forty percent <laughs> I, I was sort of alright and I was in it and I managed to get going in it. But it was a struggle yeah. to get to there. Oh cry. I thought the whole book was a struggle, to yeah, be honest. I think it was, um, but... Yeah. And well, I, I think the one of, one of the issues with the book, and I suppose it's the only way that Moffat could have written this, really, is the way that the the Doctors all meet with the tossing of the fez through the, the, the that time portal thing that the, yeah. the, the, the moment creates. 
And and on television, it's easy to pull all that together. Yeah. Because it just cuts from one scene to with, with the hat appearing at their feet, you know. But in the book, he dedicates a whole chapter to each of the doctors, basically, leading to that point. Yeah. Now, I suppose really that's the only way you can really do it because you've got to pull all those scenes together and you can't really do that flip, you know, flipping backwards and forwards in a book, really. It's, it, and, but, but the way he wrote it, though, I, I found it was... Um, the whole, actually, the whole book were the worst excesses of Stephen Moffat's yes. writing. Yes, which is why when I said about the TV, you wanted it to be good, and you, I have to give him credit because he did actually, the TV version, he did actually do brilliantly. Yeah. And I sort of get the whole thing with Target. The idea of Target novelizations was basically to give people the stories, the stuff they couldn't see anymore. Mm. So you yeah. would sort of, yeah, do it roughly as the tea and I suppose the feeling here is well anybody who wants to watch it even before I I think it's been on my player for ages actually the the newer series stuff newer stuff has yeah yeah so and most fans who's going to buy the book has probably got the DVD or Blu-rays whatever Mm. so I can understand there's a thing of oh let's do something completely different with the book but it just takes the whole idea of a book is you immerse yourself in it yeah, and the whole bits of in between and the you know jokey narration bits in between the chapters, if you like, just totally yeah. throws it. You don't you don't sort of get any feeling of continuity. Rather than trying to piece it together to make it more continu, continu- yeah, I can't say it. Continuous, continuous, no, whatever, whatever. Continuous, continuous, <laughs> continuous. <perhaps>. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, was got there get, the I was trying to get continuity <laughs> and that in. to get that going. He's trying to do something, but it, yeah, no, it actually went the other way, totally the other way with me. Yeah, same here. I, I, I found that those little, they're like in between chapters, aren't they? Because yeah. they, they, they're sort of, they sort of set up the actual chapter of the story. They sort of sit in between, and it's and you're meant to sort of decipher in this very jokey way about who's actually writing this. It's the doctor who refers to themselves in the in the third person all the time, and but then some of it might be written by somebody else, and that is actually explaining what the next chapter's about. Then it keeps talking about this missing. Don't skip to the ninth chapter. It's it's been embargoed you can't read it alluding to the fact that the ninth doctor isn't there basically yeah. and it was just so uh, well up its own ass yes. basically yes. That, yeah that, that's the phrase. <laughs> yes it was it was up its own ass i just couldn't think of, i can't think of any other way to describe it um it, it was just annoying i, I just oh. found the whole book annoying and yeah. i i really i wasn't expecting that at all no and i know that I mean, as you I'll, said about the you know the target novelizations; it, it it will sort of expand on things, and they can and, and you can put things in possibly they couldn't afford to do yeah. on the big on, on on the telly or the big screen or whatever. And obviously, Moffat used this medium to do just that, huh. but it went completely overboard. No, I I was I was looking forward to this, and I was sort of hoping that we would get a sort of Malcolm Hulk style uh, novelization. Yes, where you've yeah. got extra the extra chapters, bits filled in, bit more history, that sort of mm. thing. Yeah, not yeah. basically. Yeah, just aren't I clever? 
Yeah. And that's all this book was. It was just yeah. pro- I, I, Stephen Moffat going, aren't I clever? Yeah. And well, it was just annoying, really. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't I didn't like the fact that, yeah, you, that effectively you he basically kept switching the narrator of it, as mm. you said, and then, and then giving you the, oh, could you guess who was who was narrating this chapter? But it was yeah. just, yeah, it just seemed, you know, you'd get one line from one doctor, one line from another doctor, and it didn't work. <laughs> no, it didn't. It really didn't. And and all those moments we, 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 we just spoke about, um, the surprise of Tom Baker, the surprise of seeing Capaldi turn up in it, it was completely ruined, yes. actually, um, in the book. Now, I think, I think before we get to like the the, the, curator, the curator, I'll get my get my teeth in a minute, Paul. Yeah. Um, his appearance in the book. I think we'll go to the the bit where we have all the doctors trying to save Gallifrey, and yeah, that that didn't work because it's only really the first doctor who appears to actually say about doing the calculations, and the rest of them are just ignored. Yeah, and then the rest of them just appear on. On Gallifrey, saving people as they try to, you know, freeze um, Gallifrey. Yeah, I mean, I sort of um, liked that because it was done quite. That was done quite simply. It was, as a, but as, but, as, he, as, but he as, only as picked an, certain as, doctors, didn't he? As an extra part to it, no, I think he did. No, I think he did everybody. Well, he, he, he sort of he, he he talked about the second doctor appeared in the war room. I think he did. Didn't he do? Or was it the twelfth Doctor in the War Room? Um, actually, no. I think I'm. I know one of the, it's one of yeah, the other. 12, 12, pe- yeah, twelfth. Yeah, the twelfth Doctor. Twelfth Doctor. Um, then it mentioned about the funny little man in the check trousers. Yeah, saving someone. Uh, yeah, which is the second Doctor. Um, but he didn't really sort of go into. A, 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 I can't remember if he mentioned any, but the others just the sort two, of the the passing. Two pe- the two people on the cliff was were saved by someone lowering a long scarf. Yeah, this is what I mean. It, it was just all so sort of very, very. I don't know. It did, for me, it didn't really add anything. No, no, not necessarily. I'd... But not. But it was just that. I just thought. No, in terms of if we're talking about oh, just if it just been in a normal story form. And then we'd got to that. That would have been quite nice to have just thrown those in as little extra bits at the end. But I think, yeah, I think just because I was so fed up with the book by then, it was just like, it was just, oh, no, it's still not ended. I know, I just wasn't prepared for any more of his little... There's something more he's putting. I know, I just wasn't ready for... I'm not ready. I just want any more embellishments. Because I thought that the end... To that story, for me, the, the the televised version was perfect. Yeah, really. You know, just seeing all the I like how they use archive footage, but you just see all the doctors. Yeah. On screen in the war room, perfect. All saying their bit, and then they all sort of like spinning rounds Gallifrey. But he seemed to take that bit out, so you didn't never got that sense that no. all the Tarnasses were doing their thing to freeze Gallifrey yeah. any longer. Yeah. You know, it just seemed he got so I don't know. So I'll caught up in his own hubris there. He just sort of like, oh, I can have him do this, I can have him do that, I could do anything, yeah. Yeah. you know. And it, for me, it just didn't really, it wasn't, it didn't work. It didn't work as well as what he put on screen no. um, at all. And and I thought the curator in the book was really mishandled. Yeah. Well, it basically, yeah, you sort of, 
supposedly find out that it's him that's doing the bits in between. Well, sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't, isn't it? It's it's all a bit... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get and the then reference the... to, oh, this was written much... This was put together much later than, mm. the, than the story, which I suppose is, is saying that it is a future, a much like, further, further forward future Doctor that's doing it. Yeah. But, yeah, no. And then, yeah, th- th- then it, it became... That, that meeting at the end became a joking mm. thing in the book. You know? Yeah, there was no. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree because there, there was, was no it, it sort was of the, sense of the, wow. The, there was, the, you know, the fact, yeah, that he's actually spying on them, and then when he's seen, he's he has to step forward and say something, and then you get the oh, I've got away now, and he's not followed me. Mm. You know, and it's just yeah, no, it doesn't need that. It was doesn't it, need that. It no, was absolutely no. perfect in terms of. How it was done on screen and how it was. Really yeah. Now, now, obviously, you, you couldn't have the, the the final scene of all the doctors standing in the line. I can understand him yeah. not doing it. And he, and he brings in the 13th doctor yeah. at the very end as well. But then he can't resist it being the 13th doctor who gives um, Cass from Night of the Doctor the bandolier yeah. that the war doctor ends up wearing. He can't help himself having to keep. Having to have the doctor interfere with every little piece of 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 the Where their going? own history, yeah, it's just I'll oh, leave it, yeah, I, you know. And I, I was so disappointed with this. I've never had a book make me angry like that before yeah. either. No, no, I I actually agree. I just fault myself. I just want the story. Yeah, I know. I, I know because the story. What? What? Okay, I know. Well, this is the thing. I think I think it takes a certain amount of skill. To take what was on the screen and turn it into a into a novel, as Malcolm Holt did, um, and and for the most part, Terence Dix. Yeah, actually. I mean, as much as much as sometimes we've turned around and said about Terence Dix doing a, a t- some of his target novelizations are a bit Co- a bit copy and paste, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, straight straight from screen to book sort of thing without yeah much getting into any anything else. They're actually yeah. I mean, this probably turns around to you and says, "No, this is this is this is where his skill was, because you can still yeah. get caught up in those books. You can still want to turn the page because you want to get off, get in with the story, carry on with the story." Yeah. This, I just yeah yeah, it's like I just I, yeah, it was just I've, I've got to go through with it now. <laughs> well, it's not to say it was it was all. Um... It, it was it was all bad. The book. I mean, I think the the Zygon bit, particularly in in Queen Elizabeth's reign, was was sort of quite well done. And sort of like the fact that she to sort of really put over the the, the fact that she, you know made the other Zygons think that she was was yeah. a Zygon just just in human form. She made um, she sort of like plucked the eyes out of one of the other Zygons. who had to grow yeah. them back. And also when they, I think it's when Kate Stewart. Turned into a, the Zygon, Kate Stewart turned back into a Zygon. That was quite um, horrific. The way it was yeah. written as well It was more like a well, it, it wasn't sort of like a morphing thing like you saw on the screen. It was more like a uh, like a pod opening up, wasn't it? Yeah, more, more like invasion of the body snatchers. A bit more sort of um, sort of body horror kind yeah. of thing, really. Um, so yeah, it wasn't you know it wasn't all bad. There were some good bits 
and there's some, some good embellishments, I think. But, but for the most part, though, it, was just, it just the way it was written, it was smug. I think that's a, another word I could use to describe this book. It's very, very smug. It was smug, yeah. But actually, in the actual stories itself, there was a lot of the humour, wasn't there, that's in the screen. I um, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, take the Christ. I mean, I mean, take the take the bit when they when they're all in the Tower of London. Yeah. And basically, the the tenth Doctor knocks out the the eleventh. Yeah. For not remembering that. Yeah. I mean, where the hell did that come from? Yeah. yeah. And he and he writes the tenth Doctor as this brooding, pacing, um, angry person, basically all the way through the book. Yeah. Which well, no, that's not that is not the tenth Doctor. No, um, I mean, but even like the, the the sort of little jokes and that, like the fact that I don't know when they first all three of them meet, mm. and the tenth Doctor says about oh hasn't he got a, hasn't he got a lovely voice about the War Doctor? Yeah, um, obviously eleventh turn around and goes all right, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know that's that's a, that's a, more of a joke to the actor because of obviously playing yeah. doing a. Cockney accent rather than his Scottish, his his natural accent. But, natural Scottish, yeah, yeah. But, you know that was still part of the the humour of the original TV original film. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean like like, like the um, the sonic screwdriver envy. Yeah, the fit, the fact they're both wearing glasses. Yeah, it's those little oh, like, you know, the little interaction like that when they both see each other wearing glasses. You know that that's all lost. Yeah. In in the book, unfortunately, um, and replaced with him just trying to be clever. Yeah, and actually, or, or the, the writer, I should say, not the, the, yeah. the, the scene. Obviously, the the near end scene when they're all about to press the button on the the moment. Yeah, that I mean, whether it says something about how good the actors are in this, and it's difficult, and it is difficult because it actually the whole thing on that was. The look between the eleventh Doctor and Clara, isn't it? At, yes. At that point, and it, yeah. there is no words there, and I, I can understand that it's difficult to to write that. And he seemed to, rather than wanting to do description in this book, in the book, he wanted mm. to basically turn everything into spoken words between the characters. Mm. But that scene yeah. works so much just on the look. Between the two, well, it of them. does. It there does. There isn't any um, words there spoken to say. You know, in the book, it goes that it's Clara keeps shouting, "Don't, don't," at him. And there's but, no need for it, is but, there? Yeah, there's no need the for screen, that. It's just that one look between the two of them, and her slightly shaking her head. And then it's brilliant, Matt Smith. Actually, after that, yeah, 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 and absolutely I, right. And if if anything from this book, actually reading this book. I actually appreciate the, the the TV version even more. I think, I, I yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I think even the, like the line, oh, you know, when, when the War Doctor realizes what the moment has been trying to get him to realize, yeah. and that when the penny drops through, he goes, "Oh, bad wolf girl, I could kiss you." Yeah, that's completely missing from the book. Yeah, again, it's a bit of humour, isn't it? Because then she goes exactly because like, totally you get the. Te- yeah, um, and the tenth Doctor re- yeah. reaction to that statement as well. Yeah, um, it's just all missing. Yeah, I, I don't know why he sort of he, he decides to remove all key moments really. Yeah, 
And I, this is terrible. I, I didn't really want to be sitting here slagging this off, but I, I, I can't. I can't help myself. Really, I yeah. can't. It's just, yeah. There's. Oh yeah. There's I mean, not a lot I, to I, like, I'm, is there? I'm, 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 I'm only. The only good thing about it is the fact that, as I say, it just made me. Then when I watched the the actual TV, the the film again, mm. show again, is you do think, this is brilliant, and this is written by Stephen Moffat. Yeah. So, and if actually, if you're going to turn around to me and say he was going to get one of them, he was going to do, and it was going to be absolutely awful and cringy and make you want to go away, <laughs> let, let let at least make it be the book of the novelization which you don't have to read or you didn't wasn't so much a part of being a fan at that time. If he's going to get one right, get the TV right, and he did. And he did exactly. Exactly. It's not often because usually when we do these things, it, it more often than not that the the, the novelisation we, we end up preferring it because it, it adds just that little bit extra. Yeah. It doesn't change the story overly. It just gives a little bit of background. Maybe it might change a few a few scenes. Maybe little things they couldn't quite achieve properly on the telly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or they just didn't have. But the with this, to he's, do. yeah, yeah. This is almost to me. It's almost to the point. He almost rewrote the story. Yeah. So it becomes almost well. And, it's and not I, unrecognizable, I like, like, but yeah, you know. But it, but it's getting there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you hadn't watched the TV thing and you read the book first, you'd probably think I'm not going to bother watching the TV. I think so because it is. It, oh yeah, it, it's the it's the way that the because all the in a typical Moffat thing, all the chapters are out of order as well. Yeah. So just written, but there's no actual need for it. No, I mean, yeah, so, no, so it, it's just willfully calling, yeah, because it actually goes in the same order. The book same order goes yeah. in the same order as the TV thing, so it's just being willful to be saying, oh, because it's the 11th Doctor, this would be chapter 12, rather than when it's the War Doctor, it's chapters 1, 2, 3, 4, because they're the, he's almost trying to make it as if it's in order of Doctor rather than... Yeah, that's right. As if, um, as if you actually, if, if, if you did have the book and it was all in numerical order, you'd read all the mm. War Doctor's stuff first, then the 10th Doctor, then the 11th Doctor, and that's what he's tried to to put in as the how he's done it and why he numbers everything wrong. Yeah, yeah, but, just because he could, rather yeah. than... Yeah, rather, really, rather, rather, should. Than, rather than it you needed know. to be. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's... Yeah, no, I, I was not impressed with this at all. Um, and like I said, I'll come so, back to it, to, to, to fact, okay... Target books, when they was written, they were written to be a replacement for pe- for t- shows you can't see anymore. Yes, indeed, indeed. And yeah. this isn't. And there is a sense. No. Of, oh, you know, you, 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 why not play it's... around with it? Because it's not actually people. If they want to see how it was originally done, they can watch it. You know, I can understand that, but it, I just think it just went too far. Too yeah it, yeah it did You're absolutely right. Um, and I say I've got I've got no issue with them. With writers, you know, especially it comes to novelizations, so because that's yeah. what books are there to do. They're there to yeah. embellish or um, yeah. or sort of give inner monologues to, to characters which you're not going to get on the television um, and do things in the book that they couldn't afford to do on the screen. Now, if, if this is what Moffat wanted to do on screen but couldn't afford to do it, I'm glad he couldn't afford to do it. Uh, this just really? sort of this sort of seems to be somebody who's. You almost think 
that he's done it without really wanting to go back. He didn't want to go back and just re to write it as it was. And if you don't you know. do that, then perhaps give it to somebody else to do it. Let somebody else yeah. do it. Um, but it, yeah, it just was like I don't. Yeah, I don't. It is. You tend to think when Stephen Moffat has too much time on his hands, <laughs> this this is perhaps what you get, and it's perhaps well, just as well that. Well, do you know what I think? This this is why I, I think that the Eleventh Doctor reminds me of Moffat because it's like that bit where. When when we get to um, time of the Doctor, where he, he shaves all his hair off, he's wearing a wig, and, and Clara yeah. said, "You got bored, didn't you?" Yeah. And you can imagine that like, that's what Moffat—he's got too much time on his hands, so he, he he comes up with something like this. Yeah. He goes crazy with it. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that's always been my my bugbear when I've listened to interviews with Stephen Moffat, and to to a certain degree Russell C Davis as well. They sort of like you know this. The madman in a box, you know, he does his mad, crazy things. Well, the Doctor never really did do mad, crazy things. No. And and because you you viewed the Doctor like that, you've you've then transported it onto the onto the show, and then it very much so into this book. Oh, he's really gone to town on, on the on the mad, crazy side of things. Yeah. Um, and okay, that's what modern Doctor Who is. I mean, you know, you, you either accept it or you don't, really. Um, but when they say, "Oh, the Doctor's always been this mad, crazy person," and well, no, they they really weren't mad and crazy um, at all. I've, ne- I've never I've never really been on board with that description no. of the character whatsoever, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah. So, and, and and he's taken this to the next level, hasn't he, in this book? Yeah. Do you feel Do you feel bad about having sitting there slagging this off? Because I do. Because I, I really wanted to. Because um, I was looking forward to reading it. Because I enjoyed the TV version so much. I think it's yeah. absolutely one of those sort of perfect bits of television that comes across so rarely for yeah. me. Anyway, yeah. um, the, I dare the, say there's people out there the that big, don't, you know don't like it. Um, the big, um, yeah, for something that was just well, as a Doctor Who fan was so important. It was just yeah. yeah, it just was so perfect. But there was nothing in it really that you felt anybody non who not a fan could turn around and go, Oh look, it's still rubbish. Oh yeah, exactly. You know? It's sort exactly. of almost yeah. like, yeah. you know, we, we could be proud of it as fans. Um and I've got actually uh, no, I don't I, I I think that Stephen Moffat is a brilliant writer. Mm. But when he's gone wrong with Doctor Who, it's because he's become too Try to be too clever. He's he's one of those writers that needs a strong script editor. Yeah. To write to rein him in, pretty much like well, Tom Baker. He needed a strong producer to rein him in, and when Philip yeah. Hinchcliffe wasn't there, we got Graham Williams. That's when he went off the leash. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're the and do you know what I think back in the day when you when you were the script editor of Doctor Who or actually any sort of BBC show. You couldn't actually write for it as well. There was sort of like it was it that was yeah. the way things were. And I think that was there for a reason. Yeah. It was it was there to keep everything on track. And I think if you're the the script editor and the lead writer, one of the lead writers, who's reining you in? Yeah. You know, and then this and, and this and, and this then, book is a perfect example of that. Who's well, there to no one was there to rein him in at all. Well, the the thing the thing to rein him in in the TV was budget and time, obviously, which neither applied to this book. Mm. And yeah, this is exactly. 
So, no, I don't feel guilty about criticising Steve. I think he's brought it on himself, to be honest. <laughs> he bought the tickets and you was getting into it. I say let him crash. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, I, but like I say, but then that doesn't, that doesn't mean that I'm critical, you know, that doesn't reduce my admiration of him for writing the, for the actual TV. <clears throat> program no exactly exactly um yeah it, it just now and again he goes a little bit too the other way he tries to be yeah. too clever yeah um when sometimes all you want is a straightforward story sometimes that's all you want and i think what we had for the 50th anniversary on the telly yeah to my mind was a good old-fashioned adventure yeah it was straightforward as yeah. far as i was concerned um and the book just undid all that I'm very, very. I was so. I'm just so disappointed that having to sit here because I was so looking forward to it, and I really wanted to sort of round off this little series of looking back on old, old anniversary or anniversaries. Not old anniversaries. Now some of them are old now, but you know, I suppose ten years ago is old uh, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I did. I, I, you know, I think it's sad to round this little series off on a bit of a downer, really. But as I say, you know. To well, counter that, we still got the telly version, haven't we? Say, so. To me, it doesn't round it off on that because after reading the book, I turned on the iPlayer and watched yeah. it and absolutely loved it even more because I realised yeah. how bad it could have been. I know. Would you know what? We're recording this on um, on Wednesday, the fifteenth of November, and yeah. I watched this on um, Monday, Monday night, the thirteenth. Yeah, and. I put it on fairly late actually because, like, you know, I wait till everyone's gone to bed and I thought I can watch it in sort of, you know, peace and quiet and everything. And I thought, and I suddenly remembered, oh, because I put on the iPad, I thought, I'll watch Night of the Doctor as well because it, that was in the book. So I can refresh a memory of that one um, yeah. as well. And then then I'll watch Night of the Doctor. I thought, I probably won't get through it all tonight. I'll carry on watching it on Tuesday. Uh, but no, I set, I watched both of them in, in one hit. Zips along. It just flew by. Yeah. You know, even though it was late at night and I've got work the next day and I thought, you know, I was work that day as well and I thought, okay, probably a bit a little bit, a little bit sleepy now. Probably, probably should turn it in. Now I just sat and watched it and I just forgot all about it. I just lost myself yeah. in, in this in this story. I did exactly the same Monday Monday night. Oh, right. Okay. Um, we weren't doing it together, listeners. Sort of. <laughs> perhaps, we, perhaps we had made contact. <laughs> 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 we use the who's he telepathic circuits and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and we watched it simultaneously yeah um, no yeah yeah i did yeah and yeah i think it was about midnight when it finished when i watched yeah yeah same here but i i i i, I felt please i sat down and watched it all actually because i thought yeah. no it, it and it's one of those things you've got to watch it. It's not episodic, so you can't no. say, "I'll oh, watch episode two. You know, you, yeah. you, it's a it's a movie, yeah. and you've got to watch it all in one go, really, haven't you? So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Like I say, yeah I, there, I, there was no point at which I was looking at the clock or looking at my phone thinking, oh, I should be going to bed. No. Um, and I think usually, when, it, I think that's the, it's modern life now. Whenever you're watching something... People usually usually reach for your phone. You say, "I'll oh, just quickly look at this," or, or or something goes off, and you go, oh, "I'll see who that is." Um, yeah. But in, but I was watching this, or both of them, the Doctor and Dad, the Doctor. Um, no, I forgot my phone was there. Just watched yeah. it. 
Yeah, me too. Which is very, very unusual for me, I've got to be honest. Really is. And now, and but, now, of course, the worry, having watched this, the worry now starts to build along with the excitement for the free specials we're going to get. Yes, indeed. Well, we haven't got... Um, I say this goes out on um, on the Sunday before uh, the anniversary. So we've so as this as this goes out, we've got a little, little over a week, less than a week to go, yeah. and um, yeah. So we'll, we'll be giving our reviews of the uh, of the of the three specials, not on the night or even the day after. It will sort of be sort of like a, a couple of days after, like during the the, the following week. Yeah, um, we're doing it for each each of those episodes. So um, yeah. So that that that's the plan at the moment. But uh, but I was going to say, I mean, it's it's been interesting going back through all these specials. I know you have, you haven't. It's been Scott and myself uh, have been doing it. Um, but I think the reason we decided to get together do it because we we wanted to do the target novelisation as well. And yeah, I, I'm not sure this would have held Scott's attention if I asked him to read the book as well. It's not no. for target novelisations. Anybody can pick them up. Yeah, that's what I like because I read them when I was a kid. Well, that's what they were. I mean, yeah, yeah. and I read them, and I can read them now as an adult as well. I think that they, I think they appeal to all ages. I really do. But this one, you know, this particular to- uh, novelization, it appeals to adults only. I'm afraid. Yeah, <laughs> and I suspect one particular adult. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Who I suspect has got more enjoyment out of that book than writing that that book than, than we did. <laughs> I suppose there must be people out there thought thought this was a work of genius and really sort of like compliments what was on the telly, but I I I I'm afraid I don't. I I think it ruined, oh. not ruined what was on the telly, but it, it doesn't complement it in any way. To be honest, I wonder. I'm, I'm now thinking to myself. Now you said that, there must be. I'm now thinking to myself. I wonder what the Amazon reviews are for this book. <laughs> <laughs> I never look at them because half of them are plants anyway. <laughs> Usually by the writer. <laughs> Well, if one of them starts off, dear listener, can you guess who's writing this? <laughs> I thought this book was wonderful. <laughs> oh crikey! Right, well, um, I, I, I think we've we, we've we've sort of brought our little um, series of looking back at anniversary specials to to a close, really, haven't we? Yes. Um, on 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 that note, so um, so. Well, yeah, we'll we'll be back for the 60th anniversary specials, which we're, I think we're very much looking forward to. But as you as you said, Paul, there is a certain amount of um, sort of trepidation there, isn't there? As it always is with these, because we know nothing about it, do we? We know very little about all three of them, which I'm really glad about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that's one of the things. But but they're sort of now having to to live up to the high bar I'm setting them is the problem. Yes, indeed, indeed. So, um, well, yeah, so hopefully, uh, actually in between all this, we, we're going to have the uh, the colourised version of the Daleks yes, on BBC4. Yes, on the 23rd um, of November, so very much looking forward to that as well, to see what they what they do with it. I'm, I've got a feeling though, Paul, because they've condensed it into like, what, 75 minutes, mm. and it's in colour. Have they just remade... Peter Cushing's film, but with William Hartnell. Superimposed William Hartnell. <laughs> oh, actually, tell a lie. That's one bit, one bit I did like about the book before we wrap up. Yeah. That they acknowledge the Peter Cushing films in there. Yeah. But that was, that, was one of the, that was one of the few things I liked about the Day of the Doctor Target book. Yeah. That was, that was one of the ones that bit of the humour, weren't it? Whereas basically yeah. gave him, the Doctor actually gave Peter Cushing notes on how to... 
to play the character. Yeah, exactly. They, they, and that idea, and that idea is for a third film as well. Yeah. <laughs> they were still in com- conversation with him on a third film. Yeah. So, so really, Paul, what we're recommending out of this book then is not even a paragraph. <laughs> yeah. <That's about> it. <laughs> oh dear! Oh, it's such a shame. It's such a shame. It but, is. Uh, anyway, but we there we've got. Some more anniversary specials to come for the 60th, so we've got yes. that to look forward to. So, yes. uh, so it's, uh, yes. So Paul and I will be back. I'll uh, talk about them over over the coming weeks, and then um, then into the age of Shooty Gatwa after yes. that. So yeah, so let's. Um, but first things first, the 60th. Let's yes. do let's let's do it, Paul. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, that wraps up this particular episode then. So we'll see you, or we won't see you, but you'll hear us again very, very soon. No, no, no. If you notice that curtain switching while you're listening, <laughs> that is us checking your That's it. properly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we just ruined that narrative, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> so, until next time then, it's goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. You can download this podcast from iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, and through your podcatcher of choice. If you would care to leave us some feedback on iTunes, that would be very much appreciated. You can also find us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast, on the Who's He Podcast Facebook group, and through our website, who's hyphen he hyphen podcast.co.uk.